This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is Thursday, February 17th, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. This is our continuing series looking at the first-year head coaches as recruiters heading into the spring evaluation period, and we've got Tom Loy on the line. He is the Notre Dame insider on the 24-7 Sports Network. You can follow him on Twitter at TomLoy247. Tom, how are we doing? Doing great, Blair. Doing great, man. It's a beautiful, snowy day here in Indiana. Oh, uh, boy. Oh, so boy. I feel like it's a little nice where you are, but you know what? We'll deal with it. And it's been a little gloomier for you, and I don't I don't mean to bring up some negative thoughts, but I know you're a Niners fan, or at least that was uh, the indication on your, on your Twitter feed. So it's been a little cloudy for you for a bit. That was tough, man. That was tough. The Super Bowl was fun and everything like that, but man, it was uh, it was tough seeing seeing how how it all played out with the Rams getting a ring. But yeah. you know, guys like Matt Stafford, man, kind of kind of cheer for those guys, man, and and Aaron Donald. But it was uh, tough seeing the Niners go down, but they'll be back, that's for sure. You know, it's crazy, and and you, I'm sure you get this feeling a lot is looking at some of these guys or we're watching them in, in a big stage like the Super Bowl. You know, I remember covering David Long, who ended up going to Michigan, but he's originally from Pasadena, played at Loyola High School out here in Los Angeles. And he's the player that if you ever, you know, maybe have a trivia night over in Ann Arbor somewhere, he's the player that Jim Harbaugh climbed a tree for. Remember that weird story back in the day? Um, So Jim Harbaugh was climbing trees out in Pasadena to recruit David Long and obviously it paid off. And now David Long is a Super Bowl winner. You know, it's it's been um, obviously a, a really fascinating football year, right? Not only in, in college, but also in the NFL. Obviously, what we do here at 24-7 Sports is is take a look at some of these players early on before they hit the college ranks, before they go on to the pros. And let's touch on, on Notre Dame a, a bit. They now have the number one class in the 2023 rankings. Marcus Freeman has seamlessly been at the top of this recruiting power, this recruiting effort from, from the Irish. And it doesn't seem like he's going to be slowing down. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I completely agree. And it's been a nice, I wouldn't call it a breath of fresh air, but it's just kind of cool to see what they can do at Notre Dame when, and it's not a, it's not a slight at Brian Kelly, but Marcus Freeman's a different cat when it comes to recruiting. It's a change, it's a change of pace for sure. 100%. He made it very clear he's going to be the best recruiter on the staff. And that's exactly what you're going to get with him and what you get at the biggest high profile programs. I mean, like USC, Lincoln Riley is going to be the best best recruiter on that staff. I mean, back in the day, Urban Meyer was exactly that at, at Florida and Ohio State. That's what you want at Notre Dame. So you, you got, you know, you, he's put together a staff that's going to be filled with really good recruiters across the board. But but there's going to be be nobody better, nobody more hardworking, nobody more that gets, you know, nobody that's going to get after it and develop the relationships with the players, the family. 
than Marcus Freeman. And it's and like you said, it's paying off in 23. And right now it's really early, but they have nine commits and they're currently ranked number one. And, and um, you know, it's it's the, the future is bright for Notre Dame football, especially, you know, on the recruiting front. And there's going to be no drop on no drop off on the field. So it's, it's pretty exciting for Notre Dame fans right now. We know Marcus Freeman's a good recruiter, but what's what are his dance moves like? We've seen Brian Kelly's dance moves. Um, yeah, I don't think there's going to be any grinding. You know, grinding <laughs> players from Marcus Freeman is uh, he's he's very laid back and he has a great approach when it comes to that. But you know, I, I'm not expecting too much when it comes to that. That's for sure. You know, we've seen him behind closed doors in a way, right? They gave us that viral video after it was announced that he would be taking over and, and you kind of saw the team rally around him and, and look super excited to know that he would be the, the man in charge. Uh, but from a recruiting standpoint and, and what you've gathered from recruits, and we know that Notre Dame recruits nationally, so he's got to be able to attract and also relate to a lot of different personalities, right? Like if you go out to a, a living room in Southern California, it's going to be different than when you're in a living room in Georgia or in Florida or in Texas. I, I think his ability to adapt and have that charisma and that personality is something that from an outsider's perspective has really stood out to me. I know you're way in there and you've got a lot of sources and you speak to a lot of the recruits. What stands out to you about what they say that Marcus Freeman is like? Well, I thought the coolest part about it was like down the stretch in the 22 cycle, you had a guy like Billy Shrouth, a guy who likes to hunt fish. And, you know, one of the biggest things that he said down the stretch was as to why he was really like rock solid in his commitment was when Marcus Freeman came into his house and just he felt at home. And they, they felt like they had known each other for years. It was all very comfortable. His family loves Marcus Freeman. You know, when Billy committed, his biggest thing was he wasn't the biggest fan of Brian Kelly. He wasn't the biggest fan of Jeff Quinn, the former offensive line coach. But his guy was Tommy Reese. So as long as Tommy Reese was going going to be at Notre Dame, it was, you know, it was going to take a lot for Shroud not to end up there. But when those two, when Reese and Freeman came in for that final in-home visit after he had already committed and everything, but like... It just made him feel so good about his future at Notre Dame because everybody is just gravitating towards Freeman. Everything he says, everything he does, his actions, and it's not just talk. It, it just that's a guy that not may not always necessarily vibe uh, in terms of like personality, but the way the way Marcus can kind of adapt to each surrounding, like you said, like that's a big deal. So when you kind of go through the commit list from last cycle and then you look ahead in twenty three, it doesn't matter what side of the ball these guys are on; they're all kind of on board with that Freeman era and, and the new age of Notre Dame football. So, you know, you said it best. I mean, this guy can go into any, any room, any living room, get around any type of family. You know, you're going to have the rich kids, the, the kids from, you know, the lesser areas, just, it doesn't really matter. I mean, he treats people the same. He is the same guy from day one when he first got to Notre Dame. And then obviously before that, that he is now, even though he's a head coach, he hasn't changed. And the kids realize that. And that's what they really respect about him. That's what they like about him. And, and us as the media get, get to cover it. We appreciate it because we're not dealing with some guy that's just completely different now that he's the head coach. So I think he's going to have a ton of success. He's recruiting the right kids to Notre Dame. He's working hard to get them. And he's also taking chances and going after kids that may not always have the right profile from Notre Dame, or maybe the, the kid just doesn't realize, like I could actually succeed at Notre Dame. Nobody's really laid this out for me. Well, Marcus Freeman's going to do exactly that and make sure that the elite top tier kids that may not always think that they fit at Notre Dame, actually, you know, at least that they know, like, yes, I actually can make it at Notre Dame. I can do well. I can fit there. So I really like his approach and that he's expanding the, the, the net, if you will, and he's casting a wider net to get the top kids at, at Notre Dame. We're joined by Tom Loy. He's the Notre Dame insider at 24-7. 
247 Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at TomLoy247. Tom, you and I have talked about this before, and it's it's the mystique and it's the aura and, and there's the atmosphere of Notre Dame. Once a, a visitor, a recruit is able to go on campus and check things out and see things up close. But there's also a, a different aspect of stuff that we've seen from Notre Dame in recent cycles, uh, one of them being the pot of gold, right? The, the, the off-season events, the big recruiting weekends, things that have been making Notre Dame stand out specifically from a national perspective. With Brian Kelly gone, do you expect Marcus Freeman to continue doing some of the minor, smaller detail things or elevate them and bring it up a notch? Yeah, no, I definitely expect the pot of gold thing to continue and and things like that because that was a big thing with with Chad Bowden when he came over with Marcus Freeman, who's now the director of recruiting at Notre Dame. That was a big thing. They wanted to kind of push that and move move the needle and make it a big deal when when they send that that out on like the first of the month. They did it on St. Patrick Patrick's Day, if I remember correctly. Um, they wanted to make that day all about Notre Dame. So they extended a bunch of offers. They reached out to the top targets. That's going to be a, a regular occurrence at Notre Dame moving forward. Like I said, that wasn't really, I mean, obviously Brian Kelly, you know, signed off. He was the head coach, but that was really like the recruiting guys behind the scenes. And like I said, kind of led led by Chad Bowden, who's taking over, who got a promotion under Marcus Freeman is now the director of recruiting. He's no longer just the defensive side of the ball. So that's going to continue. They're going to continue making St. Patrick's Day a big deal for Notre Dame. They want to kind of hit that hard. So when that day comes... If you're a Notre Dame target, if you're a guy that may not have an offer, you know, that's going to be the, 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 the point where, all right, let's get excited. Let's build this. Let's just take the, like steal the day, essentially. It's kind of like signing day. You want to win the day. Like that's how they're going to treat that day and make it all about Notre Dame football. So it was a pretty cool approach. I thought the, the, the recruits, the players, you know, the coaching staff, everybody was involved. And I thought it was pretty neat that, that they did that and they really just kind of owned that day. And, and I know the Notre Dame fans were pretty excited about it too. Yeah, very cool. It's one of the unique things that Notre Dame does on the recruiting trail when schools and coaches are trying to set themselves apart and make an impression on recruits. Those are the some of the minor little things that you that you look at. We're continuing to look at Marcus Freeman as a recruiter in our ongoing first year head coach series here on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. We're going to take a short break. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. 
We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast, catching up with Tom Lloyd, the Notre Dame Insider at 24-7 Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at TomLloyd247. We're talking Marcus Freeman, but beyond that, Tom, we're talking also about his assistants. This is a coach who understands the importance of recruiting, the importance of of infusing a a, a roster with talent, and just how big it is not only to recruit nationally, but also to recruit the the specific type of player that he wants on that team. He surrounded himself with with a a really good staff. I know that Brian Kelly was only able to take, was it one assistant with him down to LSU? So it seemed like Marcus Freeman was going to be able to have a lot of continuity, but he was still able to kind of shore things up and, and, and fill some gaps here and there with some terrific recruiters. Yeah, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but and, and obviously they have not collectively played or coached a single game, but this might be the best top to bottom in terms of coaching and recruiting the uh, best coaching staff that I've seen at Notre Dame since I've been covering them in the eight or so years that I've been here. Um, you kind of start at the top. Obviously, we've talked about Marcus Freeman. And he's going to basically be the, the number one recruiter on the entire staff, and, and he takes pride in that. But Tommy Reese, big time recruiter. The guy is great when it comes to relationships. The players love him. He's relatable. He's got that blend of just kind of he can be the be like laid back have a good time but he also keeps it very real with the recruits so having him lead the offense is a big deal and um you know we'll see what he does at quarterback in 23 but landing one of the top guys in Dante Moore Chris Vizina Nicholas Ayama Leava I mean one of those guys if you can get any of them obviously it's a huge win for Reese but landing Dylan McCullough at running backs uh was was huge because he's you know year in and year out he's one of the better recruiters across the country he's had a ton of success a little bit of a wild card at receiver and Chancey Stuckey. I'm very curious to see how that one plays out. He's a young up and comer. He came very highly regarded by a lot of people um, that have worked with him in the past um, at the multiple stops where he was kind of coming up, but he spent a year at Baylor. So we'll see what he does with the receivers. But um, in terms of just recruiting, getting after it across the country, I know he's going to cast a wide net and really get after it. So you can appreciate that. They just brought in tight ends coach Jared Parker from West Virginia, who's had a lot of success. Again, another guy that really gets it gets after it on the trail. And I think he'll have very few problems coaching Michael Mayer, um, who's one of the favorites to win the Mackey Award at tight end next year. So Parker will will be fine there. They brought back Harry Heastand, who's obviously everybody knows what he's done in the past with Mike McGlinchey, Quentin Nelson, Ronnie Stanley. The guy can coach football, can coach the offensive line. So Joe Walt, Blake Fisher, those guys are in great hands. Um, Al Washington comes over to coach the defensive line. Another guy that gets after it. Um, he was at Ohio State before. One of the nation's top recruiters, especially at that position. He's back in his in a good spot at defensive line after uh, coaching linebackers at Ohio State. Mike Mickens is still there at cornerbacks as cornerbacks coach. Chris O'Leary remains the safeties coach. Two guys, again, that really get after it on the trail. They brought in special teams coach Brian Mason from Cincinnati, one of the best special teams coaches in the entire country. He's got Indiana state ties. Um, so it'll do really well in the Midwest. And then as of Tuesday morning, although it's been kind of, you know, we've been talking about it for about a month now, but Al Golden officially the new defensive coordinator at Notre Dame. So he's going to come in a ton of experience, ton of head coach experience, coordinator experience, fresh off of being the linebackers coach for the Cincinnati Bengals. Another guy that's very well respected across the country, up and down careers. Yes, no question with the wins and losses as a head coach and everything. But the guy absolutely puts in a ton of work when it comes to a recruiting. He knows how to coach football. He's going to be able to keep things rolling on the defensive side of the ball. So very exciting times, this this coaching staff. It really is. Like I said, I really do think it's the best coaching staff I've seen top to bottom. You mentioned Dante Moore, and I know quarterback is 
a position that gets a lot of the spotlight in, in every recruiting class. And it's so important, so pivotal to get a, a big time quarterback in, in every class. But beyond that, I know Notre Dame's going to be in on a lot of dogfights in this recruiting cycle. They're number one right now in the 2023 rankings. It's early, but you'd rather be number one than not be at the top, uh, I'm yeah. sure, right? So what 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 does the map look like? What does the road look like for Notre Dame? Who do you see them being in on and, and you know having a really good shot of landing in this class? Yeah, I mean, if we're taking a quick position by position look, it all starts with Dante Moore. I mean, he was the priority target for Tommy Reese early on. That would be a massive win. You pull out of a, a priority school in Michigan at King High School, you pull a five-star talent uh, with ties to the Wolverines. I mean, that would be a, a massive win. And I think that helps kind of sends the shockwaves across the country because I feel like there's a lot of guys who know who that is. A lot of top players, receivers, offensive linemen, running backs that know who that is. He's He would be an active recruiter. He would get after it. There's a particular wide receiver at IMG Academy named Carnell Tate that he's very very good friends with that I think that that's the Notre Dame has been selling that package since day one. So you get Dante Moore, it really helps you with Carnell Tate, a five-star receiver, 24-7 sports, number one overall receiver. So that's kind of the key. You want to land one, maybe get the other, but obviously landing them together is the key at receiver and quarterback. So moving on to running back, they already have Cedric Irvin Jr. committed, but they would love another bigger back. They would love a guy like a, like a Justice Haynes out of Georgia, Cedric Baxter running back out of Florida, or maybe even Jaden Lamar out of Washington, a guy that Brandon Huffman really like. So there's just, you know, that's kind of where you're looking at for this for the skill position if they can add a guy like Rodney Gallagher at wide receiver one of the one of the top receivers in the country out of Pennsylvania you know that would be a massive win for Tommy Reese and those guys on the offensive side of the ball you already have Cooper Flanagan committed at tight end who I think is one of the best at that position so you look at what they landed in 22 tight end U is going to continue for years at Notre Dame no question about that Harry Heastan comes in to coach the offensive line I mean that's like it's really not going to be very difficult for Notre Dame or Heastan to sell the offensive line position so I I expect another strong class. Charles Jagasaw, again, one of the top ranked offensive linemen in the country. I think Notre Dame can land him. They're also in it for guys like Chase Bastanis, Monroe Freeling, Samson Okunlola, Sullivan Absher. So again, when all is said and done, fully expect Notre Dame to have one of the top offensive line classes in the country. Along the defensive line, if you can if you can land another top ranked guy like Jason Moore out of DeMatha Catholic, Catholic, that would be big. I know they're trying to flip Bubakar Treor from Boston College. They're already in it on Devin Houston, who recently visited another uh, newly minted four-star, according to 24-7 Sports, along the defensive line. So, And that just goes along with some of the guys they already have committed, like five-star Viper, Keon Keeley, Brennan Vernon, um, just another another strong class already started for Notre Dame on that side of the ball. So they have a, a five-star linebacker committed in Drake Bowen, but they want to add to it. So look for a couple other guys to, to slide in there. They already, they'd recently landed four-star linebacker Preston Zinter. So they'll probably land one more linebacker they're going to swing for the fences i think in a perfect world you add a guy like Jaden osbury from lsu's backyard he's one of the best in the country so marcus freeman's going to go after him they have peyton bowen and adon schuler at safety already committed two of the best in the country two top 100 top 150 guys and they're going to swing away for that that third safety spot and try to get a guy like five-star caleb downs or or somebody in that in that ranking of you know a top 100 guy so ideally caleb downs is the guy and then wrap things up at corner you have Justin Rett out of your neck of the woods already committed. Bishop Gorman, one of the best in the country. He's he's a, a talented, long, 
gifted player, but they need to add, you know, probably two more corners. Christian Gray is, is the priority out of uh, DeSmet in St. Louis. That would obviously be a big win there. And then just kind of swing for the fences for a third corner spot. So all in all, I mean, like I said, I, I mean, I don't, it's going to be tough for them to be the number one ranked class in the end. I mean, we all know how, how recruiting works. We know who's going to be up there, but I do think that when all is said and done, I think Notre Dame takes that next step forward and no longer ends up in that seven to 10 range. But I think Notre Dame finds themselves in that three, four, five range, because if, if things go as well as expected on the field, the recruiting is going to come with it. And I think we'll see a five, a top five class for Notre Dame in 23. Notre Dame will be one of the more fascinating follows in the 2023 cycle. And obviously with the first year head coach, Marcus Freeman leading the charge. You're going to be able to catch all that action over at Irish Illustrated with Tom Loy. He is the Notre Dame insider at 247sports.com. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. And and I do want to say it's going to get better, man. I know the Niners didn't didn't get the job done, but it's draft season. Now we get to focus on the combine and and how they're going to shore up that roster. Can't wait, man. Can't wait. Appreciate it as always, bro. Thanks, brother. All right. That is Tom Loy. For Tom Loy and our producer, Lance Glenn, I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.